KUT's AT Explained is back with a brand new season. Our first episode, what's up with that tower in Clarksville? I've heard it called the Clarksville Eiffel Tower, the tower, the leaning tower of Clarksville, all those names. Subscribe to AT Explained wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget our next AT Explained live show at the Paramount Theater on April 3rd. Brand new stories told live on stage. Get your tickets at austintheater.org. Support for AT Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hey there, you're listening to this song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week on this song, we're going to be hearing from singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and arranger Mike St. Clair, who goes by the stage name Pocket Sounds. Now, I've known Mike for like a long time, but I've mostly known him as someone who plays in other people's bands. He's played with Polyphonic Spree, Ockerville River, White Denim, and he's often the utility guy. You know, the one guy in the band with the job of like four band members because he can play all the instruments. Mike plays trombone and synthesizers and guitar and bass and basically anything. In 2016, he decided to start releasing his own music, first as St. Clair, and more recently as Pocket Sounds. And Mike St. Clair, he doesn't just like play a lot of instruments, he's also adept at a lot of genres. He grew up playing classical music and jazz, so... In addition to knowing how to play a ton of instruments, he also knows how to arrange music and orchestrate. He's played pop and rock with other people. And all of that comes together in pocket sounds. It's pop music, but there are these cool arrangements. There are these interesting chord changes. And Pocket Sounds has a release coming up this Saturday, May 4th at Mohawk here in Austin, Texas. It's a party for three artists who are releasing cassette singles on Mr. Pink Records. Jonas Wilson... The Lovely Sparrows, and Pocket Sounds. And I spoke to Mike at KTX about a song that influenced one of the songs on that single. A song that changed my life. Um, Do You Know the Way to San Jose by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Do you know the way to San Jose? I've been away so long. I may go wrong and lose my way. Do you know the way to San Jose? I'm going back to find some peace of mind. Me and some friends had bought a little kiddie pool and we wanted to have like a party in the backyard with like um, frozen drinks with umbrellas kind of things, you know, with little cool cocktail cups and stuff. And uh, we were like, well, what's going to be the soundtrack to this like pool party that we're about to have? So it had to be fun, sophisticated in an ironic way you know, for the kiddie pool. I went to Half Price Books, and I was like, oh, you know, it would be good, it's Burt, some Burt Bacharach. So I ended up getting this Dionne Warwick Greatest Hits record, and I didn't really know that song, and I was listening. And so at first I thought it was kind of silly, but I was also like, just immediately like that bass hook, you know? The kick and the bass, you know, are kind of there together, and it's just one of the coolest, like, intros to a song. So I was like, I was kind of like hooked immediately. One of the first things was just that, wah, 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 wah. How did they come up with that? I, I have no idea. I th- I kind of think it was maybe like, well, what would we sing if, like, you've just quit your job or you're, dr- you're driving home. You haven't been there in ages. You're relieved. 
And what are you going to sing? You're going to sing the silly, like, wah, 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 you know? And so I didn't even think about that at the time. I was just like, wow, that's weird. You know, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool and weird thing to put on a record. I've got lots of friends in San Jose. It's really like a unique sounding, like I can't even find another Dionne Warwick song that sounds, I can't find another song that sounds like it. Like like the way that the kick drum's super loud, uh, the bass is super loud, and then there's like, there's like a guero or something that's way louder than the drum kit, you know? And then, but, and then also there's these other things that come out real loud, like there's this organ that comes in at a certain point, and it's super loud. And all the stars that never were are parking cars and pumping gas. I'd say it was, it was probably an, inf an influence in just like a inspirational way, you know. Burt Bacharach was classically trained. He went and listened to Dizzy Gillespie when he was in high school. He, he studied with some jazz piano you know he was he was into classical music jazz music and but then he became mostly focused on writing pop songs you know and and i think that for me having a classical background a jazz background but wanting to write pop songs you know was i think that's the inspiration behind it more so than like stylistically you know although now i'm kind of writing some songs that i would say are a little more in that in that vein stylistically you know which is kind of cool. My heart beats faster with those kids in the room from the radio. Catchy rivers in a chorus that croons on the radio. My path might not be so smooth, but I hope I'm write songs that are true though I may not know how to get on that radio show there's a single that's coming coming out I'd, I'd put in that in that vein it's called radio song part of it is letting more of the jazz influence in I get together with these jazz musicians every sometimes we'll be getting together every week we'll share our songs we'll all bring in a song and we play it together. So that's the other part of my, my incentive is like, I was like, well, let me take some of those songs, multitask, see if I can write songs that I think I might be able to write lyrics to later. But I also want it to be fun to play for these guys. Right. I, I was just trying to, I was trying to, to do things that would be thematic, hooky, but challenge my hearing skills, challenge my, my musical skills. So I wanted to write something that was going to be hard for me to sing, that I was actually going to have to learn to sing. Um, and the, and that's what what this was. I, I it was hard, actually hard for me to sing it at first, but it doesn't sound that way at all. When I listen to it, I don't even notice. It's not a long
So well. He'll do some change, chord change that, that no one knows, or he'll slip into another key for just an instant, but you don't even notice that he did it because he does it so seamlessly. Do you know the way to San Jose? I'm going back to find some peace of mind in San Jose. You know, it, he does stuff that you don't, you have no idea, as a listener, unless you really analyze it, you don't realize that it's complex, but but you still, it still makes you want to listen to it multiple times, you know, or it makes you able to listen to it more without getting tired of it, but you don't know exactly why. That's what I'd like to think. That's what he achieved, for sure. Industry sharks with their shots in the dark and their And this is Radio Song by Pocket Sounds. And I think it does it. It's like poppy but complex, but you don't really like think about how complex it is. It's one of the songs on that cassette single that Pocket Sounds will be releasing this Saturday, May 4th at Mohawk. It's part of a celebration for cassette singles that are being released by Mr. Pink Records. And I've listened to it more than a couple times making this episode. And as someone who works in radio, well, it hits me, man. If you want to hear more Pocket Sounds, then head to the show notes page for this episode. You'll find a link to their website, and of course, you'll be able to find a link there to their new single. And you can also find a Spotify playlist there where you can hear Do You Know the Way to San Jose all the way through because it's a great song. You should totally listen to it on repeat. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Thanks to our interns, Felix Kimbrell, Emily Wilson, and Simone Puglia for all their help. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it's true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.